The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in today. And uh, it's time now for a bite of reality. And boy, did some people get a bite with the uh, Supreme Court, as a matter of fact. And uh, the bite of reality with the Supreme Court is the fact that uh, they overturned Roe versus Wade. So, there's Mark. I thought you had disappeared. I did disappear. I oh. I my way to the Supreme Court today, but unfortunately I do have a job. You do have a job. Oh. I do have a job. Well. It just always amazes me how many people are outside the Supreme Court and outside the homes of Kavanaugh and some of the other justices. And... Yet there are 11 million jobs open in the United States where these people could actually be doing something for a living. Oh, well, what did you think of the uh, the uh, decisions that have come down the RV row or Roe versus Wade? What did you think of that? Well, actually, the, the, the correct term would be the Dobbs decision because although it overturned Roe v. Wade and Casey, the Dobbs decision, and I was still going through it, um, it's going to be very interesting because there's a lot to unpack in there. It's about 213 pages of decisions and dissents. But the case that you're referring to is the Dobbs versus Jackson's Women Health Organization case. And as they said, it is a monumental case. But we're going to get into that in the show. And let me introduce, this is Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And... As we usually do, we're going to start off with rhyme time, and then we'll head in straight to the decision. Today, because the decision just first came out at 10 a.m., we're going to be a little jumbled today. We're going to pack a lot of stuff in. We had a lot prepared, but obviously this is something that we needed to address. So we're going to take it from away. And away I go. Biden is going to the Middle East, they say, in a week. Two countries that hate us, and his true purpose is oil production. He does seek. Food prices are rising still up, up they go. And when you spend a hundred bucks at the supermarket, you get very little now for your dough. I ran for my dreams and now I want to hear. I mean tweet or two, two dollar gasoline. And I am good for another four years. They all dress for success and I'm really not impressed. Okay. You might want to save picky. your pennies because their policies, unfortunately, will most certainly leave you more stressed. Do it. For when it comes to mental health, we cannot let them tattle. What the Senate has passed their recent bill, it's sure to let the rest of us go up the river without a paddle. There are things that I still can't understand. On the other hand, they let criminals out for heinous crimes. It's destroying the homeland. Life as we know it under Biden isn't better. Reminds me of when you call the repair company for your heater... And they tell you, just put on a sweater. The repair isn't done and the fix isn't in. To let them get away with this would be an American sin. We can't let them beat us and take America away. We as conservatives have to fight for our America each and every day. We have to get started. The left has almost already won. They have tried every devious trick for elections under the sun. They, despite the lack of undestroyed proofs, Mess with the 2020 elections. If you think it was done fairly, 
you need to go back to the record and make the corrections. The people who are running this country should all be retired. It might explain why all the babbling gray hairs, they are all uninspired. But squawkers we do, not a thing has yet changed. It's as if they are all blind, deaf, and dumb, despite all being deranged. I feel that we have lost all the gains that we made under Trump. The idiots now in the White House thought and kept telling us inflation was just a temporary bump. Oops are the words that you never want to hear. Seems like since Biden took office, it's something we keep hearing from the administration year after year. There may have been so many critical mistakes. If this were a freaking movie, most of the film would be outtakes. The problem as I see it is that you just can't go back. Our country's train has just fallen completely off the track. But Joe Biden seems to be mentally incompetent. It really seems that he was almost elected by accident. But who is really suffering? Not Joe or the elites. That's not the way it goes. It's you and me and the average Joes. For if you are an elite, you don't care that gas cost that fills your limo. Simply put, it won't affect you. But the rest of us, $5 a gallon is very hard to swallow. There's no plan. There's no ideas. It's all very clear. Over his head and the administration's collective brains be very dead. My evaluation is sincere. But why then do we continue down this path of destruction? It's as if the liberals want to cut off the oil and reduce its production. Don't tell me you're doing everything you can when simple solutions are abandoned, your weakly, wacky, liberal plan. You will and are killing this country that was so great. If you keep voting the way you did, I can assure you it will soon be too late. Democracy is fragile from the day that it started, but when you actively plot against it as a government, it will soon be departed. We must turn this sinking ship around and head to port before we are at the bottom, and this mission to change America we must immediately abort. The crazy left loons have taken a bad wrong turn, and there are people still in this country who honor our flag, and you will suffer if you try to burn. We will stand for our rights and cling to God, our guns and apple pie. We won't put up with much more, for Americans, I know, will not die. You can't ruin the idea of America, nor win our minds and our hearts if you try and simply tear America into many, many parts. If you try and separate us by color of our skin, I can assure you this America, you will fully lose. You can't come out with a win, no matter how much you try and spin. The question still looms, as Biden keeps going out of his way, that the price hike for gas, the economy mess, it's all Putin's play. But we are the America. We are much smarter than BRICS. We will no longer fall for Biden and the media's tricks. So as we get to this week's rhyme time end, we lean on our resilience. We make no mistake. Our freedom will most certainly defend. That's it. So now we go into, let's hit first. We had looked at, the first block was actually going to be, we missed the boat, the plane, completely crime is off the charts. But we're going to change that around a little bit. We're going to hit that first, and then we're going to go straight into the Dobbs decision. So once again, we're dealing, and I, and I apologize if I keep repeating myself almost every single week, but it's every single week that something else goes wrong. 
Once again, our Senate this week, we the people, instead of making sure that criminals were punished for their crimes and we be tough on crime, remember that saying, tough on crime, so that normal everyday people are safe on the streets and will not be executed due to their stupid liberal policies of death? No, that's not their routine. What do they do? They come after the legal gun owners. The average citizen who's able to have a gun, handle a gun, be trained on a gun, and yes, if necessary, protect themselves from the bad guys with a gun or other deadly threat. Why? Because the average citizen is easy pickings. We the people obey the laws, and the idiots in charge implement those laws. But there's a breaking point, and we are soon going to be reaching that breaking point. You know, I've said before, understand on this show, bad guys don't give a darn about any laws that Congress or the Senate or the local Senates in Congress, or for that matter, the executive order gumball machine currently in the White House, masquerading as a president and part-time Lance Armstrong player. They can implement anything they want in the real world, but the criminals don't care. They don't care about the real world laws that you put in and all the stupid things that you make up. It doesn't matter. You know, it would really be nice if we could all hire, you know, Supreme Court justices, guards, and Nancy Pelosi's team, and Secret Service agents, the private guards for 24-7 for our family and for ourselves. But that's not a reality for most of us. In fact, all of us who are in the same pool, that's not a reality. So when you try to tell me that I'm restricted from having a gun or I'm restricted from defending my loved ones. You're taking full advantage of the woke ideology. The criminals are doing that now. You, you know, the woke ideology only, it reinforces the same notion that freedom is never free. And it's, it's an extraordinary cost to you and me. And that's what's going on now. You know, they used to have that statement, give me liberty or give me death. That just wasn't a bumper sticker on a car. It was a principle by which this amazing country was founded. And that's the problem. We're missing that right now. You know, there are so many things in this world that we can look at and take a, and take a close look and say, you know what, something's wrong here. And this week, the Senate has passed the gun bill. I believe Thursday night, late last Thursday, or this Thursday, I should say, and unfortunately, in reality, it really won't do a darn thing. And they're missing it. They're missing the entire setup. They've closed the store. They're looking in the window and they're trying to go home with shopping stuff. It's not going to work. You literally go home with nothing to show. And that's what this bill is. This is what we're focusing on? I'm sorry. Whatever happened to... Now, Dave, I'll ask you this. Remember the phrase, healthcare? Remember that phrase, healthcare. Wasn't this the major concern for eight freaking years under Obama? We're going to change the healthcare system. We're going to make healthcare affordable for everyone in this country. Where's that gone? What have they done for your healthcare? I don't know about you. Mine just went up to 1200 a month for my sole policy. And they don't cover anything. What I love about healthcare insurance is... They will tell your doctor what's allowed. Isn't that amazing to you? 
what is they just called me a couple of weeks ago and they told me by the way we no longer cover a medicine you're on I'm like okay did you guys examine me did you do a physical did you find out that my doctor's lying because he gets what 10% of the medication I don't understand how does an insurance company turn around and tell you I'm sorry we don't cover that anymore or they'll tell you, you know what, the brand name that's 100% effective, the generic's only 70% effective, we're going to give that to you. Well, I want to send you 70% of the premium. How, about, how will that work? Because I don't think you deserve 100% of what you're paying for. I'm only paying for 70% of it. So I got a little off track here, but, you know, there is, there is something in this country that's very important. And it is the leadership is the representative of the American public, not the other way around. They're not the leaders to tell us what to do. They need to understand that they need to do what we want. And I'll give you an example of how, how out of touch things have gotten. Just a quick example is 18% of this country now believes that we're on the right track. I absolutely believe that when your government who represents you represents only 18% of the people, there's something wrong. There is something seriously wrong in this country. How do you define success? How do you define that? You know, here's the problem with the statement of fact from the White House and from the administration. I watched them talk about the economy this week. And it's the same thing they have with crime. They'll talk about gun control. We need to control the guns. We need to get the guns off the street. That's great. Here's a novel concept. The guys with the illegal guns, if you take them off the street, the guns are off the street. Now, there's a novel idea, folks. Let's get the criminals off the street. Good idea. But no, what do we do? We let murderers out. And what do murderers do when they're out? They murder other people. So now who's holding them responsible? This goes back to what I've been saying for six months, a year, a year and a half now. There's no responsibility for your actions. Now, we're going to hit some really great stuff right after the break. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And you're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were talking about the crime problem. And one of the basic problems in the crime problem is they're not solving the problem. You know, you talk about the Supreme Court. One of the other uh, big decisions this week out of the Supreme Court was the, the decision out of New York. It was the New York Pistol and Rifle Association versus New York. And that basically dealt with some really ridiculous rules for premise permits and home permits that people would get in the New York City. And give you, in a nutshell, it's difficult, but I'll, I'll try to put it together for you as few words as possible. Basically, what it did is it prevented people who had a licensed premise finally granted after six or nine months of serious vetting that they would be able to not bring their gun from anywhere other than from their home to one of seven ranges in the city, one of gun ranges in the city, not just out in the open range for you out in the West. But the problem was that some of these people were competition shooters, and they technically could not take their weapon from their house, from their house, when they have a permit for their weapon, from their house to the competition in another state. They couldn't go to New Jersey. They couldn't go to Connecticut. And the basic facts on the original one was he was entering into a competition in Jersey. And the Jersey competition called him and said, hey, you cannot bring your gun to Jersey because there's a regulation in New York that says you can't take your gun to any other range or competition or anywhere else, including his second home up in New York, except to the seven ranges which was utterly absurd. Now, let's talk constitutional, right? We're going to talk constitution. The Second Amendment is actually in the Constitution. And New York said, we don't really care. That's okay. We don't care about the Constitution. It's just an old document. So we're going to set up rules where it's going to be so inhibitive and prohibitive that owning a pistol license will be pretty much useless. But guess what? The Supreme Court turned around and said, uh-uh, we're not letting you do that. That's not going to happen. So what'd they do? So they knocked it out. And they said, basically, this is a constitutional right, something that's in the Constitution. And they said, no, you can't have this. And that was the basis of what they did. And they overturned their unconstitutional law. They turned it over and they said, no, 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 no. He can take it because he is constitutionally protected. And all of that stuff about, they argued, they submitted affidavits from an NYPD uh, member and they basically said, you know, it, it will be a danger to the society because if he gets in some kind of accident and he has a road rage incident, he may be tempted to shoot somebody. I don't know if anybody's been around New York City lately, but if you're worried about a legal gun owner shooting you, you're probably dead by now because the criminals are the guys who are shooting each other. It's outrageous. It's crazy. But you know what? Again, it's the majority of the media that focuses on the frame, not the picture. It's the frame, not the picture. So with that difference of opinion, what they did is they turned around and they said, no, no, no. You can carry your gun, the concealed gun, and that's it. So they overruled New York's legislation. Now, 
New York also argued at some point, they said, well, we changed the legislation to let him get most of what he wanted, so the case is moot. And the court turned around and said, no, that doesn't make the case moot. That doesn't kill the case. If there's is not everything that he has gotten, it's not moot. And that's just a legal point for those of you who have your legal hats on. But now, let's let's go over to, you know, it, it's like... It's hot potato with the truth sometimes with the media here. I mean, you just, you look at this stuff and you see what's going on and it's like, wait a second, who's got the truth? Who's got the hot potato? Because you can't get a straight answer out of anybody in this White House. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. I, I mean, you look at, Biden has been preaching and telling everybody the Putin price hikes, it's responsible for everything. And I said this last week, Putin's not the president of the United States. Okay, and I know Joe doesn't understand that. And you know what? I forgive him for that because he's an old doddering guy and his competency after this week. If you didn't think he or you thought he was competent and you don't think he's incompetent at this point, you need to go see one of those raving psychologists because there's a problem. I saw this week, the, the last couple of days, he had a cheat sheet in his hand. And. His cheat sheet said, you know, you have to look at something. Is, is And they spoke to some of the chief of staffs from prior administrations like Trump, who kind of was an off-the-cuff guy, but Obama and going further back and George W. Bush. And, and they went back to all these people and they talked to them. And they said, yes, listen, I understand. And liberals are going to say, well, the guy needs a, a sheet, a bullet point sheet. There's a difference between a bullet point sheet and there's a difference when somebody has to tell you to sit down, to stand up, to go into a particular scenario where you tell the people, you thank the people. I mean, I, I'm, I was looking at this cheat sheet, and the only thing it didn't tell him to do was breathe in and out, which is kind of considering the, the state of Joe Biden right now, that might be one of the most important thing, one of the most important things, I should say, that you'd want to tell him. You know... I understand it's pretty clear that some level of instruction, because, listen, the president, he can't know everything. He can't be in charge of every little thing. So you give him some bullet points. But the bullet points of the amount of detail to tell him, to remind him that somebody is in the room who's virtual, that seems kind of scary to me. And that maybe goes back to when he tried to shake the invisible man's hand or invisible woman's hand. I don't want to be generically disposed. But you're looking at something here that says, I can't believe this guy needs this kind of instruction. So I'm pretty clear. It's not bullet points. It's directions. There's a difference. He's not competent to run this country, and we better wake up to that fact. And I can tell you right now, anyone who thinks he's running in 2024 really, again, should go see that great psychiatrist because you're going to need some drugs and you're going to need a reality check, maybe even a bite of reality. But I can tell you now, I look at this system that's working right now, and it's destroying America. They are actively seeking to take down America. It's incredible. You know, and the the gun law in new york was an example and it's been there this is five years of litigation so five years they changed the litigation 
they changed the statute a little bit to make it tweak it just a little bit so maybe the Supreme Court wouldn't look at it. Well, guess what? This is going to have huge impact all over the country, which is good. Because you know what? It's clear from the liberal standpoint that criminals are allowed out, are allowed to do what they want, are allowed to possess guns, because we don't prosecute them anymore. And, and Governor Hochul, our unelected governor, because Cuomo was too much of a hands-on governor, if everyone remembers, she says it's the wild, wild west. Governor, Governor Hochul, let me remind you of something. It's already the wild, wild west. There are people being shot every single day. There are people being thrown onto the tracks in the subway every single day. There are people robbed. There are people murdered. There are people bludgeoned. It's the Wild West. You're right. But it's not because the Supreme Court struck down your stupid gun regulation for the good guys. It's because you can't control the bad guys. You know why? Because you've been yelling, defund the police. Take away the police. Emasculate the police. Take away their ability to do their jobs. And this is what you get. So you know what? Keep voting blue. And there'll be nothing left. When you turn around and you look at what they did, they've destroyed America. They've really, they've let the society destroy itself. It's easy. That thin blue line that we have, when you take that thin blue line out, there's nothing but marauders, criminals, thieves, and murderers. That's it. That's all you got left. So, they didn't like that Supreme Court decision. <laughs> so, the Dobbs decision now, they like that even worse. They don't like that at all. And for those of you who don't understand the Dobbs decision, let me give you the, the straight poop. Don't listen to the other people who are telling you, oh, my God, it's a stupid decision. It's incredible. I can't believe they did this. Listen. All that this decision does, and again, all that this decision does, Dobbs versus Jackson's Woman Health Organization, is it sends the decision back to the states. Remember, go back to the beginning. I always tell you, the Constitution is a limitation of what government can do. It's not a go-ahead pass. It's not a do-what-you-want pass. It is a we the people have put limits on our government because we know what tyranny is. Well, at least they knew back then. Now we have no idea because we're watching tyranny in effect right now. So what they did is they basically sent it back to the states. Now, for those of you who live in New York, California, and a lot of the liberal states, zero change in your life. So you know what? You could protest, you can do whatever you want, but the reality is zero change in your life, folks. For people who maybe live in Arkansas or the middle of the country, the Bible Belt, as they call it, you may see a change. And guess what? That's what it's about. Okay? I don't like living in New York and not being able to carry a weapon. I don't want to tell anybody that I have to carry my weapon out in my hand or that I can't have a concealed weapon. Why? Guess what? Because I live in New York. If you go to Georgia, you can carry. Constitutional carry, right? Georgia is a smart state. Yep, exactly. See, legendary Dave knows constitutional carry. But you can't, you can't say on one hand 
that to let people make decisions locally is okay. And then in the other breath, the, the liberals are yelling, we can't have that happen. Listen, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that Roe was defined as nothing. Roe had no basis legally. It was made up. It was a decision that the 14th Amendment was not, it's not, listen, for those of you who read the Constitution, for those of you who read, go read the Constitution. I dare you to go find in the Constitution where it says there's the right to abortion. But you know what's in the Constitution? The Second Amendment right to bear arms. It's in plain English. But that doesn't matter to the liberals. So you you can't have it both ways. This is the dichotomy of the liberal viewpoint. They can't argue the facts. They can't argue the reality. They can't argue the rational. They just argue, and they silence you. So when we come back, we're going to get heavy into the Roe v. Wade and the Casey decision and what its impact from Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health will be. Stay tuned for that. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio. It's time now for the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with the legendary Mark the Shark and legendary Dave. So right before the break, we were talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They like to tout her. They like to tout her a lot. 
And she basically said Roe v. Wade made no sense, had no legal basis for doing it. Listen, you can take that Constitution 14th Amendment and you can twist it into the abortion decision to protect the right that didn't actually exist. But that's not what it's supposed to be doing. That's not what it's there for. It's completely bizarre behavior. But yet for 50 years, we sat with it. The bottom line was the court back then decided we were going to do something whether or not it mattered and whether or not there was any legal basis to do it. So now what's going on? Here we go. So now that that's done, and it was funny because all these people in front of the Supreme Court, man, I I don't know how they get the time off. You know, I got to work. You got to work. We got to pay for this crazy government we have. But these people, apparently, they're all stuck there. They get to stay around and hang out. So what does this do besides drive the liberal wackos crazy? It just sends the authority back to the states where it belongs. That's it. State level, people. We the people, remember that? We make the decision now, not the bureaucrat in Washington. Oh, I know, Nance. That's a problem. So now let's look at Nancy Pelosi. She was on the podium today. Her and AOC. AOC must be in great shape because less than 30 seconds after the decision came out, she was in front of a megaphone in a big crowd yelling and screaming. So, but what she doesn't tell you is that decision will have no impact whatsoever on her constituents and her state. It'll have nothing. But she has aspirations. She has aspirations to go big. She's going to she's going to primary Schumer, you watch. That's New York senator currently. Well, he was New York senator, now he's the senator who represents himself. So, I don't know if Nancy Pelosi doesn't understand English. I don't know if she doesn't understand the Constitution, she hasn't read the Constitution, or they're just oblivious to the Constitution. When Pelosi says that they're looking into outlaw abortion, that's not what the Supreme Court did. That's not at all what the Supreme Court did. In fact, in her jurisdiction, in Wacko Land, California, guess what effect this will have? Zero, zero, nothing, nothing at all. So what you did right now with the Supreme Court is they took away the power from the morons in charge of this country right now. And they put it back to the hands of the local governments and the states. That's it. How many times do I have to say it? You cannot conflate every other issue. And here was the other thing that I loved about her. She said, are they now going to make contraception illegal? Are they going after homosexual rights? Are they going after the LGBTQ plus whatever? They keep adding letters. I can't keep up. The court in its own decision said, we're not going after anything other than this specific issue. But that's not the way it's going to read. And I'll bet you, in the rest of the media, they're going to come out and take the Nancy Pelosi issues up. And they're going to put it out there as if they're coming for you now. Because guess what they're going to do? They're going to raise money for their November slashing. Okay? They're going to get a giant slush fund. Ready to go for November. But you know what? I don't think even this decision, not even this decision will save them. And by the way, let me just throw you out a little, the the last recorded information that I have. As of 2019, there was 629,000 abortions 
629,898 abortions in the U.S. in the year of 2019. Okay? That's 350 million people here. You know what the number 629,000 is? That's, let me see, that's almost a quarter of the amount of people that we have let into this country since Joe Biden's been in office illegally. And we have dispersed them throughout the country. Not to consider even the probably half a million people who got away. They call them gotaways. When Joe Biden believes that somehow or another they will show up at a, uh, <laughs> at a legalization office to get them into the country legally. You know, the, the fairy dust and the rainbow squad here, they're, they're back. You know, it's just you're talking about a minute issue here. And I know, listen, it's very important. I have two daughters, and this issue is very important to them. And you know what? I don't particularly agree with their point and their win or whatever they want to do with their body. But you know what? I agree. It's their body. I shouldn't tell you. I mean, New York, by the way, you know, Governor Hochul talks, she wants to make abortion legal up to five years old. I mean, that's what you would think if you listen to her. You know, listen, 15 weeks, is that too short? I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. I don't play one on TV. But if it's not the right number, if you have a viable fetus, it's a viable baby. And a baby is a baby. If it comes out of the womb, well, here's another great question. A mother is pregnant, 15 weeks. Guy comes along, stabs her in the belly. Baby dies. What does he get charged with? There you go. Well, under Gascon's legal system, under George Gascon, forget it. He doesn't get charged with anything. They'll probably give him a free trip to somewhere. So, listen, decisions should be made locally unless... Unless it's an imperative government-performed operation. That's, that's my own feeling. Again, the views and opinions expressed in this program are only mine. That's right. When you have to hear that from America's Web Radio, you know they're my opinions, okay? So what I love about this, and this is really what the real, I love this kind of dichotomy of stupidity here. And, I, and I'll, maybe, maybe I'll coin that phrase. I'll copyright it. Dichotomy of stupidity. These are the same people for the last two years that told me I have to get a jab, otherwise my constitutional right of freedom, and that's in the Constitution, by the way, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, I couldn't go to a restaurant, I couldn't get on a plane, I couldn't get back into the country unless I had a vaccine, and they jab you not once, not twice, three times, now they want you to do four times. It's like the, the masks. First of all, you put a face diaper on. Then you want two face diapers. Then three face diapers. And guess what? Fauci just got COVID. So now guess what they have now in the court system? You have to show them your vaccine card again. Or you have to wear a mask. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, folks, sometimes government is really kind of funny. But these are the same people that told me for the last two years, I got to do something because it's not my body. Now, all of a sudden, it's their body. Don't tell them what to do. Okay. You know what? As we used to say, that's poppycock. You know, you're going to, now you're going to hear talk, and I guarantee it, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Be aware of it. They are going to be talking Supreme Court. 
I mean, I'm gonna. I'm surprised I haven't heard AOC yell about abolishing the Supreme Court yet. You know, what she doesn't understand is her her great jobs that she's had in her life as a barista is you can't abolish the Constitution without a hundred percent consent of the states. And I'm sure you're not going to get it. Hey, Joe Biden, that's for Joe. So, what are they going to try to do? First, they're going to try to knock out the filibuster. Okay. And then once they get that finished, now remember, they have to allegedly do this all before November, unless the Republicans, which are famous for shooting themselves in their own feet, knock themselves off the map again for doing something stupid. And don't underestimate the stupidity of the current regime in the Republican Party. The, as I would call it, the Republican establishment. They've established stupidity. But what I'm going to see here is they are going to push to pack that court. <laughs> They're going to pack that court. They're going to put, and you know what? Once you pack the court with 10 or 20 justices, next president comes along, he's going to want to put in another 10 or 20. And then what do you have? Then you have a third branch of government that's dysfunctional and can't make a decision, just like the Senate, just like the Congress. You know, the founders of this country were brilliant because they set up the system, the executive branch, the legislative branch, and then the courts. The courts were the referee. That was what it was always meant to be. They were appointed for life because they didn't want them to be political. For the same reason that Washington, D.C. was not declared a state. Because they didn't want any state to claim that they controlled the country. So now, wait. The goal now is to destroy America. America was born in 1776, and they're still trying to put out the flame, the beacon of freedom. They're trying to put out that light at the top of the hill. You know, you want you want the gun control issue with the Supreme Court determined. You cannot restrict the actual constitutional right, but a right that doesn't exist in the Constitution, they want you not to restrict that either. I'm I'm a little confused. And Nance Nancy Pelosi, by the way, my advice to you, and I, you know, as a lawyer. When I give advice, I usually charge. But you know what? I'll give you some for free. Shut up. Read the Constitution. Become familiar with the Constitution. And then you'll understand the Dobbs ruling. Because other than that, you're just an idiot. You know, you sound like a real idiot when you talk and you say things that don't make any sense. You know, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention quickly the January 6th lynch mob. Um, I've watched most of the hearing. And I'm uncertain as to any claim that they are looking to find out what happened on January 6th. That committee, its devised and divine power is to prevent Donald Trump from possibly running in 2024. That's all it is. I have seen them focus on him as if he went out and jumped in every one of these idiots' heads that went into the Capitol. But this brings me to my next point. Colbert versus Trump. What's the difference? What was the legal charges of the Colbert people? What what happened there? Oh, wait. Oh, you didn't hear about that on the media. You didn't, did you? Well, let me give you the straight scoop. Because America's web radio, we are forthright. We are on the cutting edge of reality here. So here's what happens. A bunch of his producers were led into the Capitol... 
And again, they're going to do a January 6th committee on this? Yeah, I should hold my breath. I should hold my breath. So what they did is they were in the Capitol. They were all over the place. And they were illegally in the Capitol without an escort, by the way, which is required under the rules. But, hey, guess what? (laughs) Guess what? They didn't charge them for nothing. All right, so we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come right back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Now, right before the break, we were talking about Colbert versus Trump. Now, so those of you who don't under know and not in the know, his producers were allegedly rolling around the Capitol and trying to bang on doors of Republicans and try to get them in some kind of compromising situations. But despite that, they were doing what 90% of the people in the Capitol were doing during January 6th, roaming around without permission. Here's the problem I have. Colbert's team was released after spending one night in jail. Immediately, they were out. Amazing, isn't it? So they're not still being held. There are people still from January 6th being held in federal detention right now. Where are the Republicans? Why are they not jumping up and down? Because you know what? Nobody's doing anything in Washington except yelling at each other. Remember, we the people, we're still here. So now we go back to there's no difference in what they did. You know, they said, okay, some people breached the walls. Fine. Those are the criminals. How about the people who walked in just like the Colbert team? How come they're still not in jail? Oh, I know why. It's back to the regulations and rules in D.C. and most of the blue states. It's the D section and the R section. The R section has harsh penalties. They cuff you. They shackle you. They put you in jail for over a year. And guess what? Under the D section, they just let you go. No big deal. So what? You know, you broke the law. Who cares? Who cares? You broke the law. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, and then we'll, we'll, again, you know, the system of justice, the dichotomy of idiocy, it's just something that is absolutely absurd in this country. It's time to stop already. It's time to stop. You know, get back to one system of justice for one person. You know, and and I got some more bad news for you. The border disorder. That's right. It's back again. You know, it, it's, you know, while Don Quixote Biden 
chases windmills. He didn't have time to go in to the oil and gas executives. He sent in Jennifer Granholm, who <laughs> she's about as competent as Pete Buttigieg as the, uh, <laughs> the road warrior with his racist highways. But he doesn't have time to go see them? Are you kidding me? Why don't you send in John Kerry, your climate czar, who flies around, incidentally, on a private jet all over the place. He's got a carbon footprint bigger than Delaware. But ah, that's okay. The rules for thee, not for me. It's the Gavin Newsom principle. So now they have a million gotaways this year since Biden's been in office. Over a million released into the U.S. since Biden's been in office. That's two million. And guess what? Who do you think is paying for this? Who do you think? Hmm. You know, I really find it appalling to me, and it should be appalling to you, that we let everyone into this country since he took office without any question. Fifty terrorists have been caught. God knows how many got through. Fentanyl's pouring into the border. But he's focusing on taking a trip to the Middle East. Good luck with that. Why don't you do what you should do? Why don't you build more refineries in the U.S.? You're going to go to Iran and cut that nuclear deal? By the way, Joe and your administration, you guys better wake up, and you better wake up quickly because Iran threatened Mike Pompeo and former President Trump. That's an act of war. Biden should have come out and said, don't you even think about doing that. But no, he's got his yapper shut because they didn't give him a cheat card that said... Hey, they shouldn't threaten America. You threaten America, you threaten to knock off one of our prior officials, you're done. Okay? There's no negotiations. And I got to tell you, if Iran gets a nuclear weapon, which God help this world, you think Putin is out of control? He's going to look like the hors d'oeuvre at a seven-course dinner. You know, now they're talking about... This is what I love this week also. They're talking about, I'm going to give you, we're releasing a million barrels from the Strategic Reserve. Hey, knuckleheads, why do you think they call it the Strategic Reserve? It's called a reserve. I know you don't read the Constitution, but maybe you should read the dictionary. A reserve is something that you hold in abeyance because of an emergency. This is not a military emergency, you knuckleheads. You don't have electric tanks. You don't have electric Jeeps. You don't have an electric army. You don't have an electric aircraft. You need oil and gas. No matter what you think, you cannot run your F-18s, your F-22s on windmills and solar panels. It's not going to work. Not yet. I Maybe it will someday. I would love to see an F-22 fly with a solar panel. But guess what? Right now, it ain't happening. So what are we doing? Now we're going to take out of the general fund, which keeps our roads in somewhat of repair and our bridges somewhat repair on the federal road system. They want to take that 18 cents away. That's stupid. That's just stupid. And let me tell you something. Before this knucklehead got in office, the gumball machine with the executive orders coming out of his butt, before he got into office, we were paying $2 a gallon. So your 18 cents, you can take it and you can shove it. Because that's not making any difference in my life. I filled up half of my tank the other day, and I paid 60 bucks. On the Trump, I would go in, pay $24, and fill up my entire tank. 
So you know what? Give me the mean tweets. Give me the $2 a gallon. And let's stop this idiot from ruining the rest of whatever's left of this country. Listen, the left wing of this country is the most vocal left wing and the most dangerous. 71% of this country says we're on the wrong track. Wake up, somebody, please. You know, go over there, give him a little tap on the shoulder, smack him around a little bit in the head and gently because he's an old guy. You don't want to hurt him. But wake him up. Okay? Let him ask the people what they want. You know what we want? We want $2 a gallon. We want American jobs. We want American corporations on this soil, not on some foreign soil. And how dare you go to Saudi Arabia now after calling them a pariah? You're going to go there with your tail between your legs and beg for oil? How embarrassing. This is a complete embarrassment to America. I mean, this guy is, he's got, you know, when you, when you think how low he can go, he hasn't even started that. He's, he's ridiculously low. And he's getting worse every single day. And here's a message to the White House. If you're going to tell me that all of these price hikes are due to Putin... You might want to turn on your television and let Jerome Powell know about that. Because when he testified, he said that's the real big lie, basically. He said that's not why inflation's going crazy. He said that's not why gas prices are up. He said, yes, it had a small impact on it. But here's the other thing. Every expert has said when the price of a barrel of oil is over $100... That has fueled Putin to go invade another country. So what did we do? We gave him the ability to go beat up Ukraine. And now we, the American taxpayers, are paying billions and billions of dollars for this administration's mistake once again. We've learned nothing at all. We've learned nothing at all from our prior mistakes. The, the, the focus on crime is out of focus. The focus on the economy was out of focus. Janet Yellen, oh, it's transitory. Oh, until it's not. And then what are you people doing if you're not doing your jobs? What are you doing? When you, when you believe that the instrumentality of a crime is the real problem, you're not doing your job. You know, Eric Adams, the mayor in New York City, said, you know, he mimicked. They must get like a fax in the morning with the words of the day. Because he also mimicked the wild, wild west scenario from Kathy Hochul out of New York. But I got to tell you, you know, it's the same thing with Stacey Abrams out of Georgia. Defund the police until I'm running. And then we need to fund the police. Guess what? You have emasculated the police. You want to know why crime's out of control? Because you don't prosecute people. Because when you do pick them up, the police are wasting their time. Because five minutes later, they're out. No bail, no jail. What do you want? What do you want us to do? We've gone this far. We've gone out of control. You know, you talk about Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary. I remember her famous words, I don't have a magic wand on how to get the gas prices down. Well, guess what? Maybe you should talk to Donald Trump because he had that magic wand and he had the gas prices down. And it was very simple incentivize the oil and gas companies to drill here. Incentivize. Open up Anwar for them to drill. The 2,200 leases, how many of them are in litigation? 
How many of them don't have permits? Oh, no, we don't want to tell you that because that would destroy the narrative. Listen, until our media starts to wake up, until you as Americans start to wake up, life as we know it under Biden is not better. It's worse. It is absolutely worse. You know, if Iran gets a nuclear weapon, we're all in trouble. But here's the problem. They're deaf. The left is deaf. They don't care. You know, they all hailed the decision when the Supreme Court declined to, declined to hear the, uh, out of St. Louis, I don't know if you remember the, the McCluskeys, who their property was ransacked and they, they broke in, his mob broke in to private property, and he came outside with his AR-15 or whatever it was, and I think his wife had a pistol. And they pled guilty to a misdemeanor of assault. Are you kidding me? They didn't assault anyone. Okay? But the governor pardoned them. But here's the problem. The Supreme Court decided not to hear it when their law license was indefinitely suspended. They were both lawyers. I mean, I should say Mark McCluskey was a lawyer. And it's just amazing to me that everybody hailed that decision from the Supreme Court. So if it doesn't go your way, you get rid of it. So now here was the best. I heard this this morning. Merrick Garland, you know, that guy who didn't get on the Supreme Court. Thank goodness. He basically, Mr. Sour Grapes, was like, he is going to protect women's reproductive rights. And the Department of Justice is going to stand behind that. I mean, what a weenie of a statement. You know what? You're the Attorney General of the United States. Just shut up and do your job. Apparently, you don't know how to do that. So, I mean, we just run all over the place with these people. It's just one disaster after another, and you can't get them to go. You know? So, this week, as we're kind of coming to the end of Bite of Reality, we had we, we had a little bit of a, a mess with the Supreme Court coming out with these decisions today. One of the biggest things I can't understand is why they do it before the weekend. Because I think this weekend is going to be a disaster. This weekend... This group, Jane's Revenge, you wait. You're going to see what's going to go on. You're going to have the BLM riots with different adjectives in front of their names. You're going to have Ruth's whatever. You know, Jane's Revenge, Ruth's Revenge, everything. Well, thank you for listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark, and have a great week, everybody. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.